Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, made possible by Rotary District 7210, and made impossible for me today because I'm flying solo without my other half, Jonah Tree Boisser. He has family obligations, and he will be with us next time, but a shout out to Jonah. I miss you desperately. But each week, Jonah and I chat with our neighbors and our friends about many things happening in your community and also around the world. We do this trying to apply Rotary's motto of service above self. That is one of the themes of the show. And today, our very special guests are Maria Dabari, the executive director and a founder or the founder of the Tri-County Crisis Center, and her friend and, and fellow board member, Jackie Axe. And they are here talking about, we're, we're talking about a pretty serious topic, ladies, a Tri-County Crisis Center. Um, you're, you're talking about um, domestic violence. Is that one of the, the main thrusts of your organization? That's right. Maria? Um, that's right. We are a domestic violence and homicide prevention center, which actually makes us pretty unique. We provide direct support and services, direct services to victims of violence, and one of our missions is to ensure that every victim that reaches out for help um, to the resources available is able to access and obtain appropriate services. Okay, and, and, and how is that different from what's already in place? Give, what is give in, me some examples. Well, what is in place is basically an emergency relief system. And many victims that reach out for help, of course, this is something that we don't know about in the community. Mem- mem- many people don't realize that how hard and it Jackie is. Jackie is agreeing with you wholeheartedly, yes, very enthusiastically yes. here. She seems to have strong feelings about that. Yeah, well, um, the services, there are services available, but they are um, or can be very difficult to obtain. Um, it's a maze to really try to get the help that somebody needs, especially um, if they're in a situation of domestic violence uh, where uh, they're not used to standing up for themselves, they're easily dismissed. Um, and when you don't really know or don't have a strong advocate to guide you through uh, to get the help that you need, you can end up uh, falling victim uh, to uh, just not That's being able when to the get help. Real disasters happen. Well, yes, like real it's, sad endings. Yes. Well, um, yeah. I will mention. You know, my sister Linda Riccardulli was yes. uh, the uh, victim That's of. That's a name uh, I recognize from the papers. Yes. Well, um, you know, there's been unfortunately so many incidents of domestic violence that have ended in homicides. Um, you know, and Linda in, was. Linda was the first. I think really the first of this um, of this kind of string uh, that has occurred up in Dutchess County. Um, uh, she uh, was killed in um, July of 2010, and since that time, I've been working with Maria, uh, and we've discussed uh, my sister's case in great detail. And it's kind of a model. A lot of the things that failed my sister has become a model. You mean the things that were in place, and well, so you've, you've t- you're trying to extrapolate from her what happened to her and how she got to you know the critical path there right to help with tri-state crisis center so to for in, intervening am i is this correct well linda what? wasn't wasn't the, given services to, okay so the, the county was aware of her situation and that it was high risk meaning there was weapons involved and severe abuse and children involved but Linda never got services. So let, this is a good segue. What type of services does Tri-County Crisis Center provide? 
I'll, I'll list those off. Okay. But before Good. I do, Linda, we could have saved Linda's life. I'm very confident in that. She needed one thing, and that was emergency relocation funds. And for those victims out there that don't know what this is, New York State Victim, Victim Services of New York State provides emergency relocation. You need a strong advocate to guide you through the paperwork because it is a maze as Jackie's well, any government out. bureaucracy, but it is. if you have a strong advocate at a shelter, which Linda was not given, um, she could have gotten the funds to escape, and that was the difference between uh-huh. living. You feel and dying. that was the turning that, that point. That is, it's not. A, it's a and fact. before we go into the other services and get more into your organization, can you give a contact number for any listeners out there who may need this, may need you, or know somebody who does? Sure. Um, we don't provide the number. It's per, it's private, but we do provide an email address. And that's, that is, that's what they need. That is info at tricountycrisiscenter.org. Okay. And um, again, we'll repeat this a couple of times, and you ladies help remind me so that our listeners, if they didn't have a pen and paper at the time, let's say it one more time before we go to the next topic. It's info at tricountycrisiscenter.org. Okay, and that is a place for help. Yes, but you can also find more information if you're not ready to send that email or if you just kind of need some guidance. Uh, you can also go out to the website, which is www.tricountycrisiscenter.org, and that's all one word. Thank, thank you. Um, thank you, Jackie. Okay, so tell me about the, the services that you all, um, Maria, um, Executive Director of Tri-County Crisis Center and Jackie, Jackie um, Axe, who is a board member. What type of services do you provide? Um, I brought a list with me today. Okay, no, that's good. Let's go through it's, it. It's on the website. We, we have a very informational website, which okay. I'm really proud of. We'll hit of. some of the high points. or The give high us the points list. are crime victims' compensation. We can help victims apply for this. This is a life-saving tool for many. Um, assistance with restraining orders, assistance with preparing victims for meetings in court, um, assistance with career services is something that we're really proud of, helping victims make a new resume. We have volunteers willing to do that, um, which is unique to us. Consultation with victims and family members of victims of violence. Um, assistance with finding pro bono reconstructive surgery. This was huh. one of our big ones. Uh, we've gotten yeah. many victims free, full free surgery, new teeth, um, it's pretty amazing. Tattoo one of, removal tattoo was another removal. one. Yes, uh, one of Things our like vi- one of our clients was well, on the discovery channel. Because that is an ident- identity, uh, and I, if somebody wants to change their identity or whatever, that is a something that's permanent that somebody could identify you with. Yeah. Well, also I in in situations of abuse, sometimes uh, to um, have somebody um, actually uh, get a tattoo, maybe against their will or something that's that thing that's going to please their abuser. It's just a reminder of. Uh, the abuse that they've endured and and they want to get beyond that and have a tattoo removed or something like that. Gotcha. Okay. And and what else, Maria? Uh, we also assist with educational scholarship. Um, we provide emergency cell phones for anyone in need, including the elderly, the disabled. Um, and we also have a number of unique projects. Uh, one of I'll, I'll list a few. Mm-hmm. One of the newer ones uh, is called the Homicide Prevention Project, and some of our ideas with that is going around the community and really starting homicide prevention campaigns, providing the community with useful tips, tools uh, that will really be in your face that will probably save a life. Um, so what what type of tools are you talking about? Is this just educational, enlightening people? It's or educational what is it? tools. That's one of our ideas. Another is a newsletter, a, vic- uh, a domestic violence panel. 
um, various writing projects. We are getting our book published this year, so we have, you know, and what what's it entitled? Um, we're doing a, a survivor series. So our first book that we did was a survivor's handbook, and it was just quick tips on how to get through the system, which is very hard. Mm-hmm. To how do I get help? How do I go through the paperwork? How do I get these resources? And how are you going to distribute the book? This this hand, is it a handbook or is it's, it? It's a handbook, and it, uh-huh. it will be sold on Amazon. So okay. anyone could you know has access to this book, and also for victims, it would be for free. Right, right. Um, and again, the uh, email address or website where somebody could find more information out about the services and in more detail. If if you've said something that strikes a chord, or uh, some of our listening audience has somebody else, a friend or neighbor or a relative they need to pass information along to, where would they go? You would go to our website, tricountycrisiscenter.org or info at tricountycrisiscenter.org. Okay. And how long has Tri-County Crisis Center been in existence, Maria? Under a year right now, but we're, we're having many successful projects and um, we're helping, we've helped about 100 people so far. Oh, that's wonderful. So, yeah. And again, because the one of the inspirations was the unfortunate um, death of Linda Riccarduli, Riccarduli who yes. is Jackie's, um, Jackie's sister, and you ladies feel confident that had you been in the loop things, there would have been a different outcome. We're going to take a very quick break. We're going to come back and find out more about Tri-County Crisis Center, talking with Maria and Jackie and where you can get information. But I'd like to remind our listeners that Radio Rotary is brought to you this week by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Arlington, Poughkeepsie, Brewster, Cairo, Congress Valley Cottage, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland Hyde Park, Kinderhook, Tri-Village, Kingston, and Kingston sunrise and stay right where you are don't touch that dial you are listening to radio rotary here on hudson valley talk radio not all superheroes wear capes most wear jeans or sweaters or suits just like ordinary people because that's what they are they are the 1.2 million members of rotary men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better so the next time you need a superhero Don't look in the sky. Look in the mirror. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. What would you do if a friend, coworker, or a loved one collapsed? Calling 911 alone will not be enough. Over 1,000 people a day die from sudden cardiac arrest. Many can be saved with early intervention. HealthSave offers CPR courses on a daily basis at our facility in Rockland County. We'll come to your home or business if you prefer. Call us toll-free at 877-277-6233. That's 877-277-6233. Or visit our website at healthsave.com. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-S-A-V dot com. Leave the E off of save for emergencies. CPR training is for everyone. Learn CPR. Become a lifesaver. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. 
JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Hudson Valley Talk Radio and online at HudsonValleyTalkRadio.com. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. I am your host for this edition of Radio Rotary. Welcome back. Um, Radio Rotary is brought to you by Rotary District 7210. And each week, my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser, who is not here, and I discuss with neighbors and friends of ours in the community about things that are happening, um, informational things. We hope that the show is helpful, inspirational, informative, at the very least, a companion with you throughout your day. Um, We try to live up to Rotary's motto of service above self. And today we're discussing a pretty serious topic, domestic violence. Um, The guests in the studio are two lovely ladies. Um, Very, very serious topic. And I've learned a lot so far in the first segment. So please stay tuned for the second segment. Uh, Maria Dibari, who is executive director and founder of the Tri-County Crisis Center, and she is joined by her friend and board member Jackie Ass, also with Tri-County Crisis Center. These ladies are obviously very passionate and very committed to this cause. We've learned um, some, uh, some, some pretty good uh, tips of um, where to go for help um, should you be in a crisis situation. Um, and what, how do you define a crisis situation, uh, Maria? When would you feel there needed, there needed to be outreach? Well, whenever there's whenever there's abuse in the household, that's domestic violence, and it's a crisis. You shouldn't have to live with this, um, and you should reach out for help and admit to this problem because the longer it persists, the more likely you are to end up a victim of homicide. I mean, it escalates. It does escalate. That's the that's usually yeah, the history, and, isn't it? And um, I think that it's important to note that um, abuse is not always the black eye or you know being hit. It's uh, a lot of times, um, or in most cases, there's control that's taking place in a relationship. There is uh, financial abuse where um, money is being taken from a victim. Um, any kind of relationship where you are being uh, belittled and made to feel less of a person, uh, walking on eggshells, um, anything like this is kind of sets you up. So Jackie, let me ask you something a little personal because one reason why you're involved with, and this is a public, uh, public knowledge, one reason why you're very involved with this is because your sister was a victim and ended up as a deceased person as a result of violence or domestic violence in her yes. life. Now, did you recognize some of these situations in her life? Well, like most people, you don't really um, know too much about the signs of domestic violence unless you have had to um, get involved with it and really see for yourself what kind of constitutes domestic violence. I mean, there is um, a lot of situations where you think, man, you know, that person is uh, not so nice or doesn't, you know, treat somebody so well. But it's a very secret problem. And people go to great lengths when they are in a domestic violence situation to keep it secret because is that right? yeah well the um an abuser would not want that to get out because um you know it makes them feel less you know less of a person so that's not that's a you that's not an unusual pattern what you're describing definitely i think it is probably the most prevalent pattern i mean these types of things don't just come out of the blue um 
And usually when a person is trying to get out of a domestic violence relationship is when the situation escalates. Well, let's talk about that, Maria. Uh, Maria Dabari, who's the executive director of the Tri-County Crisis Center, is do you think that taking that first step to contact a group like yours would be the most difficult? Um, not our group, but others. But others? Um, it's very hard to get a strong advocate on your side and, and get the follow-up you need mm-hmm. because many times you call the hotline, and I have as a survivor, that's how I know for a fact that it's so difficult for anyone to pay any attention because these systems are really based on referrals. Their, their training at the shelters and at the other agencies are referral-based. They want to keep referring a victim to another service. And, and the victim ends up in this maze, and I did too in New York. I contacted almost every service there was, and mm-hmm. I had this, you know, all documented, of course, but I couldn't get the most basic services like a lawyer, you know, mm-hmm. like crime victims compensation for my medical injuries. I had broken bones, and mm-hmm. I couldn't even, you know, I had no job at the time. I was completely financially devastated, and I couldn't get one group of, you know, any funded agency to help and I just mm-hmm. couldn't believe what is you know how if I can't get help and I'm a middle class educated woman how can other people that mm-hmm. are poor low income with kids going through this circus that mm-hmm. we have as mm-hmm. a support system and mm-hmm. that is the inspiration behind Tri-County Crisis Center we're, we're all volunteer our, our biggest obstacle right now is that we're not funded. And I don't know what 2012 is going to bring. Yeah. Um, but we've been helping many high-risk cases uh, this past year, and it would be a shame to stop the services. Well, what? To give me a profile. Speaking of, when you said, "Here I, I am. I was. I'm a survivor of domestic violence, and I'm a middle-class educated woman." So, give me what a profile is, because that's not the profile I would guess. So give me the profile of people who contact you or who it can be. Can it be anybody? It's anyone. That's what I'm getting. That's what I'm getting at. It's not it's not just one type of person. And it's not just single sexed either. It's not just women, is it? Well, that's one thing unique about our agency is that we don't discriminate against male victims. Mm -hmm. Um, Other agencies are really, you know, they really service women, which I'm for. And and mainly our victims are, are women. But. We don't discriminate because mm-hmm. there are men that are affected by this. But it's not 100% women. No. It's not 100% women. It's um, also a, uh, what we're seeing more of, too, is uh, there are a lot of same-sex couples that are uh, have uh, victims that are also victims of uh, domestic violence. Um, and, of course, there's a lot of uh, prejudice that can take place um, just being in a same-sex relationship and then when you try to report violence uh there can be you know some dismissiveness or shame that's associated with it it's hard to step forward enough um as a domestic violence victim and add on to that um trying to pilot your way through yeah, the whole thing. so you know, trying to add on to that the fact that it's a, it's a same-sex couple uh-huh. that can make it that much more daunting because you really almost can't get help anywhere because you're excluded from every, you know, right, right, every right. kind of service. Right. So um, the I think what I'm getting, what I'm extrapolating a little bit here is that you got bounced around, Maria, when you needed help and support the most from this one to that one to the other one. And it, it was very um, compartmentalized things. And you all, you ladies are trying to bring this together where you have a menu or if somebody needs something, it's one stop 
a little bit more one stop. One stop, and Let's we we go to the, the release. call or make or contact the, contact you, and you can get them plugged in where they need to go. Right. Well, 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 mainly we use it's called the stop verify refer method. The you know the other agencies mainly use the refer method, and then they don't follow up with the victim. But we stop. We gather the resources that the victims may need, like if they need a lawyer. We would go to legal services of the Hudson Valley. I would personally call that place up and say, I have a victim. And in writing, I would do this. I have a victim. She needs a lawyer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Please provide her with one and then follow up with me. And then I would refer her safely mm-hmm. and then follow up again to make sure that that person received the service. And if they don't receive the service, we actually put a new process in place, which is also unique to us, is that we have victims file formal complaints to the attorney general's office if they're if they're not getting Given the services the they're needed. Uh-huh. Okay, and again, what's the uh, website? www.tricountycrisiscenter.org. Okay, and uh, one more time? www.tricountycrisiscenter.org. Okay. Um, can I ask you, ladies, how did the two of you meet? Well, after uh, my sister was murdered, um, I felt at a loss. I mean, after uh, that... And she was, Linda was a a Dutchess County resident. She's a Dutchess County resident. And so I, um, you know, had her funeral and everything like that. There was a mass of people came and handed me business cards and said very vaguely, if I needed any help, to call them. Well, you know, overcome with grief, you know, a lot of things on my, my mind... I didn't know what any who anybody was or right. what the how could they help me because I obviously needed help. Um, after a few days, um, I went out onto the internet and I was just trying to uh, find anyone out there that I could um, actually stand behind what they said. That it wasn't like a lot of fluff and just you know lip service. And um, Maria, you're talking about following following through with her murder. Well, you're talking follow, about just from the legal from after. the legal aspect, but also uh-huh. from understanding what was you know what could have helped her what could have prevented this from happening you know I had the need to do something I couldn't do anything for my sister anymore because she was passed on but I have her children I want to be a good role model for them and show them that you can stand up and fight that this should not have happened to your mother and we will do everything that we can to make sure that other people do not fall victim to Mm -hmm. this to this crime this was totally preventable Um, when I um, hit upon Maria's uh, blog just kind of out of the blue it just resonated with me that this was somebody that really understood and so I contacted her and um, we immediately uh, kind of hit it off and and we were on the same page with uh, uh, the level of passion and the and the feeling that we could actually make a difference and change things for other people and and again this is the Tri-County Crisis Center Um, we've given the contact information several times um, on the air again just one more more time before we go to break. If you're in need, I reach out to info at tricountycrisiscenter.org. And I want to thank you, Maria Dabari, Executive Director and Founder of the Crisis Center, and to ja- Jackie Ass, um, board member and definitely heart and soul part of the heart and soul of the agency for coming. It's a very serious topic. Sometimes things escalate before, during, before, during, and after the holidays. So this will be, be a timely um, show for our listeners. Thank you again for joining us on Radio Rotary. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. And Radio Rotary has been brought to our listening audience by Rotary District 7210. 
The Rotary Clubs of Middletown, Millbrook, Newburgh, New City, New Paltz, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Port Jervis, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, and Southern Ulster. And remember, we are here every Friday morning at 9 a.m., heard exclusively on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Do you want to make a difference in the world? Now you can by participating in Rotary International's Peace Fellowship Program. If you live or work in the Hudson Valley, you too can be part of the next generation of peace leaders. You can earn a master's degree or a professional certificate in peace and conflict studies at one of seven Rotary Peace Centers in the United States or around the world. To learn more about this program, call Bill Bassett before April 1st at 845-361-4732. That's 361-4732.